Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. My goddaughter moved to Florida after she graduated from college. She stayed six, maybe seven months, and she found it was just too expensive that the terrain really wreaked havoc on her allergies, and it really wasn't what she wanted or what she expected. She texted and asked me what I thought about her moving to another city. I think she was surprised by my reply. I said, research other cities and other states, create a plan, find a job, pack your boxes, and go. She thought I was going to say, now you made a choice. You need to stick it out. I didn't say that because I've seen too many people who stuck it out when they should have taken a chance on themselves. I want her to go through life with the courage to try again and again and again. Staying stuck is a choice. There are options and opportunities to get unstuck. I want her to be willing and able to dream a new dream. I want her to be unafraid to dream big dreams. Harriet Tubman is credited with saying every dream, every great dream begins with a dreamer. And that is my wish for Brianna, that she won't be afraid to dream big dreams and courageously try again and again to make those dreams come true. I want her to know that in life, things may not always line up like she planned, but a deferred dream is not a denied dream. It's like with prayer. Sometimes the answer is an immediate yes. Sometimes it's no. And sometimes it's wait and keep preparing. It's the same thing with our failures. Don't be fearful of dreaming new dreams. And that's a point that I'm going to stress repeatedly. Dream new dreams. I have a sign in my office that says, when you stumble, make it part of the dance. That's the courage to try again and to incorporate the stumbles into the fabric of our lives. I'd like to move into a few strategies that will help you build the courage to try again. You know, the courage starts in our minds, in our thoughts, and I know that sounds obvious, but I need to say it anyway. Let me give you a couple of examples. These are a little personal, but they apply to any sphere of your life. I've got two friends who went through very difficult divorces. I mean, draining, hard, contentious splits with men who were, on their best days, unkind, and on their regular days, they were just mean son of a guns. Post-divorce, both of these women decided really early on that they were going to find new husbands and good husbands. Now, I'm not saying that they jumped on the first train running. I am saying that they had hopeful mindsets. One of them said to me, 
Joanne, I was never single. I was between husbands and headed for the right guy. Initially, I thought it was pretty funny when she said that. I still think it's funny repeating it. But as I reflected on it, I realized how her intentionality helped her meet a great guy. It took a few years, but she met him, and they've been married for about 30 years now. So remember, she said, I was never single. I was between husbands and headed for the right guy. The other friend took about three years of very intentional action and reconnected with a great guy that she knew from work. They're engaged now. But she, too, never, ever defined herself as single. She used to say, girl, I'm looking for my next husband. And three years later, she found a great guy. And the rest is history. Both women were willing and able to dream new dreams. They had very deep beliefs that the new dreams could become their new realities. Now, look, I'm not here to provide matchmaking advice. I just want you to think about how you can muster the courage to try again after whatever blow you experience. I know that there's a really silly phrase that gets thrown around, failure is not an option. That has become so trite, and it has very little meaning in real life. We all have failed, and if we live, we'll fail again. What we may want to say is that failure is not final, nor is it usually fatal. Recognizing that and the fact that we need the right mindset, let's talk a little bit more about the courage to try again. I already said it starts with the mindset. Building courage to venture forth after a setback requires us to name our fears. Be very specific about the things you're afraid of. Are you afraid of another setback? Are you afraid of repeating past mistakes? Are you afraid of financial ruin? Are you afraid of what other people think? Are you afraid of losing your job? Spend a little time in reflection to figure out what exactly are you fearful of? Once you can name it, you'll be better able to confront the fear. Remember, courage is a muscle that we've got to exercise. So you've named the fears, and now you can start building and flexing the courage muscle. It's not just about positive thinking and naming your fears. You also have to develop clarity about what you want. Trying again implies that you know what you're trying to do, trying to be, trying to have, trying to accomplish. Use your time and energy figuring out, really delving deep and thinking about what your next iteration should look like. If you're a person who leans towards being paralyzed by fear or towards procrastinating, you're going to need to figure out the costs of your inaction. Doing nothing to recover from a setback is always a choice. We see a lot of people who've been defeated and they lack whatever it takes to get back up. This isn't an, an indictment on those people. 
Uh, we need to really have compassion for them. We also need to be aware of our tendencies to be like that. Their story doesn't have to be your story. You can develop the courage to try again. Once you have figured out the costs of inaction and made the decision to act, it's time to determine how much risk you can tolerate and what types of risk are acceptable to you. When we're coming back from failures, we're typically reluctant to take a lot of risks. Well, I know I'm reluctant to take a lot of risks. I can't speak for anyone else. But I know this too. I know that risk is inherent in trying again. So think about it. What are the risks that you can take and how much risk can you tolerate? As you continue to build your courage, you need some cheerleaders. Don't let the shame and the guilt prevent you from reaching out to people who are going to be positive, who are going to be affirmative, who are going to be supportive. Give people the privilege of connecting and caring when you feel weak and when you feel vulnerable. Don't let yourself think that you're the only person in the world who's had a major setback because you're not. You are absolutely not. Surround yourself with people who are going to cheer you on as you take risks and move forward. This is not the time to have critical, judgmental people in your space. <laughs> really, there's never a time for critical, judgmental people to be in your space, if you ask me. Up next in courage building is consistent daily actions towards your next dream. Actions don't have to be big steps. A series of small steps will take you to the same goal. You just have to remember to stay in motion. Forward momentum is essential in courage building, and it's essential in moving forward. Frankly, without motion, you're going to be stuck in the setback. Let me tell you about a friend. Her business was teetering on the brink of bankruptcy. She had made a series of really really poor decisions, and her little small business was almost a million bucks in debt. Yep, a million bucks. Her receivables were nowhere near that. She had to really stop, take stock, and evaluate her personal spending, her business spending, her debt, all of those things. And she had to think about, how did I get here? What were my motivators? And in truth, some of her motivators were keeping up with the Joneses. Eventually, she reached out to her creditors and had to give up the sexy, chic office space that she rented for her business and move into more affordable digs. She had to lay off some staff, too. She had to come to terms with the fact that many of her decisions were never logical. They were really rooted in a fantasy of how her business would scale. That wasn't the reality. The courage to face reality gave her the courage to mount a serious turnaround. It was a step-by-step -step process trying to knock off the debt, keep making payroll, and salvage the company. But I have to tell you, five years later, she managed to whittle that debt down to around 300000 I know that's still a whole lot of debt, but it's a whole lot better than a million bucks. 
The reduction in her debt happened because of her day-by-day effort. It took courage to look at the situation, to call it what it was, to swallow her pride, and to move in the direction of a more solvent future. How else do we muster the courage to try again and again and again and again? Well, we enlarge our comfort zone. We stick our toes in new ponds. We try new stuff. I mean, like new skill building. Let me give you an example of what I mean. A woman I know lost her job in college admissions after 20 years. She had a 20-year career that she really loved. Understandably, she was just devastated. I mean, crushed. So as she worked her way through all those painful emotions, she recognized that she was probably never going to land another job as director of admissions for lots of reasons, lots and lots of reasons. While a lot of her identity was wrapped up in that role, she eventually decided Well, she decided this out of necessity because she had a mortgage to pay. She decided that she had to get comfortable outside of the academic environment. Her comfort zone was really, really small, and she knew that. She started going to job fairs and decided to learn more about commercial property management. She started reading about it and eventually reached out to someone in that field to start learning more. This was Totally, and I do mean totally, outside of her comfort zone. If you could talk to her, she'd tell you that it wasn't a field that was even on her radar. It wasn't something that she knew anything about or cared anything about. Eventually, she got a job at uh, entry level. It was an entry level position in that field, and she enjoyed four or five years helping manage commercial properties. Only you know where your comfort zone ends and the discomfort begins. Building courage means that you'll enter into one of your areas of discomfort. Think about the things that you wish you could try or wish you could do or wish you could learn. Use the time after a major setback to take a chance on trying, doing, and learning. What do you have to lose by expanding your horizons? As you expand your comfort zone, you expand the range of options that you can choose from. Your repertoire grows, and so does your courage to get back in the race. The last idea I want to present for building courage is all about the company you keep. Opposites do not always attract. Find courageous people and make it a point to get and stay connected with them. If you're wounded, you're knocked down, and you're worn out, it's really important to be connected with people who are healed, who are whole, and who are healthy. It's important to find people who can bring strength and balance in the areas where you're weak. Look for people who will encourage you to stretch, who motivate you to move forward and who prompt you to do the new, to do the different, to do things that are kind of scary. I've heard people say that you should associate higher. In other words, look for people who are already at the level you're shooting for. 
If you want to get back from the setback, don't be afraid to connect with people who are already there, who are already at the next level. I know we get reluctant because we feel embarrassed, we feel shameful, we feel guilt. Well, part of the courage to try again means acknowledge all of those emotions because they are real. They impact us. We can acknowledge them and we still have to go for it. Going for it means getting exposure to new people, new people with new ideas, new connections, new ways of living, and new ways of working. Do not be held hostage by your failures. The people that you want to connect with, they fail too. If they're honest, they'll tell you. And if they're honest, they'll let you learn from their mistakes. If they've got humility, real humility, they'll share them. So don't let yourself think that you have to be held back by a setback. Get yourself some new connections and don't be afraid to reach up to people who are at the level of your aspirations. I'm going to wrap this up with a really short summary. The courage to try again and again and again and again. This is, in my estimation, one of the most important life skills. Building the courage starts in your head with your mindset. You must dream new dreams, big dreams, expansive dreams, dreams that reflect what you've learned. If you're going to be more courageous, you have to face your fears. We all have fears, but we can't be held hostage by them. Fear keeps us from moving. It keeps us from taking risks. You got to get into new territory that requires risk. Expand your comfort zone and expand your circle. Do not be afraid to affiliate up, meaning meet people for where you want to be someday. That is not self-serving. It's smart strategizing. Get yourself some cheerleaders who are going to support and encourage you. Initially, when you are just trying to come back, they may need to soothe you so that you can build the courage to try again. You want people who really help you flex that courage muscle and celebrate all of your successes, big successes and little successes. You know, when I think about that, one of the things that I miss the most about my mom is that she was, for my siblings and I, our biggest cheerleader. And losing her meant that we lost the person who would consistently support and encourage us. We need to be that for one another. You can build the courage to try again. You can dream a new dream. In fact, you've got to build the courage to try again if you're going to succeed. You've got to build the courage to try again if you're going to create the satisfying life that you were meant to live. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. 
All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.